It's pronounced Nate D. Gad. Nate the dead gags. Nickety dag. Nate Dijad? It's pronounced Nate Diggity. And here's your host, Nate Dijad. Welcome to. Well, that sounded weird. Welcome. Welcome. Welcome to an all new, almost on time episode of. It's pronounced Nate Diggity. I'm your host, as always, Nate Diggity. This is uh gonna be a kind of a big episode, I think. I'm gonna be babbling quite a bit. Cause I mean we got Christmas coming up. I just came back from Chicago, C2E2, so that's gonna be enough on its own right there. And of course, what's Nikki saying? Find out what she was talking about last time and get a new clue. And yeah, I'm actually recording this while watching one of my favorite Christmas movies. Speaking of, it's another one that was kind of like, you know how Die Hard is. Everyone's like, that's a Christmas movie, except for Bruce Willis. He's like the only one that says it's not. I still say it is. It's kind of like how Son-in-Law is a Thanksgiving movie. Like it's not Thanksgiving, but Thanksgiving is happening in the movie, you know? So... The Christmas movie I'm watching right now is Batman Returns. One of the best Batman movies there is, hands down. Good old Danny DeVito. <laughs> I mean, that's honestly all three of them, uh, Danny DeVito, Michelle Pfeiffer, and Michael Keaton, they nailed their parts. I mean, of course we knew, you know, Michael Keaton had it because of the first one, but I mean, all three of them in this one, good stuff. You got to admit. This is coming from a Marvel fanboy. Because, of course, you know, when you're little, like, 92, this one came out in 92. I mean, I was playing it on the, I play, I had the game on Game Gear. Didn't have it on Sega or anything like that. I had it on Game Gear, and I played it like crazy. It was one of my favorite games on Game Gear uh, for the 30 minutes that I could play with the six AA batteries. Uh, <laughs> that thing died super quick. Still have it. It still works, but yeah, it's a battery drainer to say the least. Well, anyway, welcome to the show. Um, let's do this. Let's go ahead and kick it off with uh, a little wits Nikki saying. As always, great intro by the one and only Angry Johnny. Speaking of Angry Johnny, we did get two guesses in for this last hint, clue, whatever you want to call it. I still don't know what I'm calling it, obviously. <laughs> so, yes, Johnny did reply on the 9th with Ratatouille. And Jen replied on the 16th. And this is her, I'm quoting it, Lady in the Tramp? Oh, this is a horrible guess. <laughs> it's not me saying that, that was her. So, those are the two guesses that we got this time. Nikki, which movie were you describing? 
Hey, it's answer time, which means Nate recorded a podcast, which, let's face it, is an achievement in itself, but I'll give you the answer anyway. Yeah, this kitchen's probably grotty as hell, but anyway, the wee man's tugging on some hair and making some absolute dino food. You gotta imagine this kitchen does not meet food safety standards, but there's a rat who's a pretty skilled hair puppeteer cooking up a storm in the kitchen. It's, of course, Ratatouille. Alright, there you have it. Donnie, you're back in. That was correct with Ratatouille. Great movie. It very much is. He did tell me that he had never seen Great Mouse Detective as well. So I hope by now he went back and rewatched it because it's a good one. So since we got the the last one, we do have a new hint. So Nikki, lay it on us. What you got for us? You, you guys know the drill by now. Let's do this. So basically, the big guy and the wee guy accidentally kidnap a kid and the mad orange dude gets heavy traumatised by a sock. Perfect. As always, knocking it out of the park. Give it a listen. Get your guesses in to Nate Diggity Cares, N-A-T-E-D-I-G-A-D Cares at gmail.com. Since I'm getting this out probably on the 20th, I'm recording this late on the 19th, so it'll probably be out the 20th. Let's say get your guesses in by the 29th. Yeah, do the 29th. Well, 30th. 30th by midnight central time. There we go. (laughs) That way it'll give give you plenty of time to figure it out. And then we'll find that out hopefully on the first. I'm going to try and drop a new episode on the first. So it'll be like a brand new year, all that good stuff. So new year, new me kind of thing. Not really. I'm probably going to die. Hopefully not. (laughs) Okay. So, yes, C2E2 has come and gone. I did get one interview while I was there. Uh, with the one and only Ming Chin. So I'll be putting that in here in just a little bit. I'll talk a little bit about it before we get to that, of course. So one thing, every time I travel, it never fails that something going through the TSA sets off an alarm and they have to check my bag. This has gone with a... An unopened game of Risk that I got for a friend. I didn't think about it. And, of course, little pieces, again, didn't think about it. I'd gotten a friend, the Doctor Who Risk set, and I was going to be seeing them. And it was actually for C2E2 as well. We were going to C2E2 and meeting up. So I brought that for her, and it ended up setting off an alarm. PSA was just like, oh, is, this, is there sharp things in here? I was like, I don't know. It's actually in there. I didn't, you know, double check. But I was like, it's sealed. And, uh, the girl was like, she was really freaking out about it, but she got one of her like supervisors and he was like, Oh, I know that game. That's a good one. And he was just like, is it sealed? She said, yeah. He's like, there's nothing to worry about. So that one was easy. Like she was like really on it. Like she was like scrubbing the thing. It was weird. The second time, I think it was actually not this last time, but the time before, obviously, um, was actually because of the recorder that I use my zoom 
H4N Pro, they, for some reason, that set off an alarm, and yeah, they had to check it. Now, this last time, though, was definitely the weirdest. They, because I was, the thing is, I'll say this. So, I took a recorder, but I took a smaller one, because I was like, that won't set off any alarms. I don't have to worry about taking it out and all that good stuff. Um, It was the Zoom H1. A lot smaller. Um, But I was like, okay. I'm good. Everything I packed is fine. Nothing is going to set off an alarm. I was wrong. <laughs> so they pulled me aside and they were like, you know, is there anything in here that's going to poke me? And I said, no, again. It ended up being my bag of Haribo gummy bears. Not a big bag, just, you know, the regular like dollar one or dollar fifty, wherever you buy them from. Yeah. So. If you're flying, just just a heads up, your Haribo gummy bears will set off an alarm. They didn't tell me why. They just said, well, yeah, you know, your, your snacks, we like to check them. And I was like, okay, that's weird, but all right. <laughs> so, yeah, that one was definitely odd because I could really, like, I was just like, what would they find? I thought it might have been the recorder, but again, like, I knew it was small enough that it shouldn't. And no, it was the gummy bears. And what's crazy, too, is... um. I use the G Fuel powder, like the little little tub that has powder, kind of like the pre-workout mix kind of stuff that some people use. Not me. I use the G Fuel for energy, and I took a chance with taking that with me because I was just like, I don't know. I'd kind of seen something online to where like people could take their pre-workout, just put it in a like a Ziploc and just mark it pre-workout, and I was like, that seems really sketchy. So I'm just going to leave it in the tub and take it. They could have cared less about that tub and the powder in it, to be completely honest. Because even this, when I came back through uh, the Chicago TSA, they didn't stop me at all. So um, I will say thank you, Chicago Midway Airport, because I'd lost my AirPods. And I described the case that they were in, and they had found them. Somehow they had, had like popped out of the the tub that had my stuff in it and got stuck somewhere like in the x-ray machine um so thankfully to them i still have my airpods <laughs> almost had to ask santa for some <laughs> but i have them so i'm good so yeah flying i always get stuck with something so hopefully this next time i fly whenever it may be i don't get stuck and having to pull off to the side luckily i get there super early in case something like that happens um, but yeah, that's always a, a fun time. Such a hoot. <laughs> um, but yeah, so from there, you know, got to Chicago and didn't stay in the, the McCormick like I usually do the one right next to the, uh, well, the Hyatt maybe whatever it's the hotel connected to the convention center. So that's where I like to stay, but this time it was all booked and I couldn't. So I got another one that was kind of close by, and after looking at reviews, it said that it was connected to the convention center, but it's not as close. So I was like, how is it connected? And I got there on Thursday. The con started on uh, Friday. So I was just like, I'm going to figure out how this is. So, yeah, I mean, it's connected. You have to walk a little bit of ways, but uh, I didn't go outside pretty much the whole time I was in Chicago until it was like, until, I, of course, when I got there, of course. And then when I was leaving the hotel, like that's about the only time that I really went outside the whole time. I had to go outside and meet 
my uh doordash people because they didn't know what was going on actually it was weird too like i met one of the doordash uh drivers outside and i said yeah hey sorry blah blah, blah. and for some reason she started walking inside and i was like no 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 that's that's for me i'm right here talking to you <laughs> so that was weird but got it um uh, got my sarpinos that i always get i got some gino's did i get gino's east yeah i got gino's east i got some white castle i actually got to try chicago staple uh manny's cafeteria and delicatessen which was incredible if you're in chicago hit that up it's off uh south jefferson street super good one of my friends that i was with uh marianne well she might not listen to this she might i don't know she did ask about it so maybe she'll hear this um but the main reason she wanted to go is because she heard obama orders used to order cherry pie to the white house from this place so she was like super stoked about that alone and she did grab it she grabbed a slice of cherry pie for herself um i got i think i got blueberry pie it wasn't bad but yeah that place was great definitely thanks to her and her guy for taking me there because it was it was awesome slice of chicago that i had not been to before too so that was cool so that's food wise now of course con wise you know there was all sorts of things that happened i think so one i will say this so ming was there obviously and uh, he was set up with amy chu at her table in artist alley uh one of the coolest things that happened the whole con was amy chu was kind of bouncing ideas off with me so it was like we were just kind of going back and forth with different ideas for a, a book she's writing so honestly that was awesome especially because i'm a writer and yeah i mean i think she's done some great work out there so it was just really cool for me to be like wow i'm helping bounce ideas with amy chu like this is incredible <laughs> so that was a really cool moment and there were quite a few cool moments that happened i don't know the clowns got selena anyway okay so <laughs> um con was good first day who all did i see i saw matt cardona i saw chelsea green which was really cool i should have audio of this soon i have some audio to throw in here too as well but uh chelsea and i had kind of gone back and forth online and different things so she she's seen my name but she didn't know me at the time like she we'd never met and uh matt and i we've met a, a couple times and he knows me and <laughs> i'm hoping it'll probably be the next episode to be honest because they haven't posted a uh the vlog yet from c2e2 um but he actually caught the moment that she met me for the first time and it's it's pretty cool so i'll wait until that's posted but um after that night they did have an um a live boozing with the the toys where it used to you would just be drinking and getting stuff on ebay and now it's it's more it's kind of turned into that but it's more like just people pop in and talk for a little bit here and there 
but it's a special thing with the major wrestling figure podcast facebook group and i just happened to catch when he was talking when matt was talking about c2e2 and talked about me and you know seeing me there and brian myers caught it and was he was questioning why i was there so i'm gonna drop that audio in right here hopefully yeah c2e2 um, is very interesting guys i saw dave wheeler there i saw bacon nate there oh cool bacon nate's um, from texas what was he doing there i thought he was from chicago he's not <laughs> yeah so it was just funny because i'm sure matt knows that i'm from texas but at the moment he was thinking it was i was in chicago <laughs> or from chicago i should say um but yeah that was funny to hear that and, and especially with myers being like from texas what is he doing in chicago <laughs> uh but yeah it was awesome you know met quite a few people from uh aew i met uh ruby soho adam cole matt hardy which i'm glad i got to finally meet matt hardy because years back i saw him at c2e2 and i wanted to meet him but it was at the point where i had already run out of money and i didn't want to just go up there and be a freeloader and talk to him kind of thing but he was at the pro wrestling tees table back then even um i remember it very vividly it was on the actually opposite side of where he was today or that last weekend <laughs> today he's not still sitting there that'd be weird but yeah it was awesome to finally meet him and you know, I had Ruby sign it, uh, my autograph to Bacon Nate, which she loved that. She hated that I had a Bucky shirt on, but loved Bacon Nate, so I got a pass for that. And when I asked uh, Matt to sign it, Matt Hardy to sign it to Bacon Nate, he questioned me. <laughs> he was like, what's up with Bacon Nate? So I had to give him the whole stupid story of why I'm Bacon Nate. <laughs> Uh, I also got to meet John Cena, which was really cool. It was a very quick thing because it was a photo op. So, you know, it was like herding cattle, of course. So that was a very quick in out and there was plexiglass there. So, you know, I put my fist up to the plexiglass. So we, you know, fist bumped on it and called it a day and got a picture. <laughs> um, but yeah, like every other person I met, um, I met Dan Housen almost forgot about that i met cm punk again always a pleasure he it's funny like pretty much all of them just kind of sat um except for ruby she was standing the whole time but everybody else was just like sitting there and taking pictures and signing a lot of walking happened that's for sure more than i had been doing for a while because of the whole working from home thing um which is always funny like you can always tell you know like the health app on the iphone you can always tell when I'm at a con because like those steps shoot up from where they were previously. I'm trying to think what else. I thought I was gonna be I was gonna be babbling a lot about C2E2. I don't know. I just left Chicago. Like it's funny because I didn't even really leave my hotel until I left, like I said. But I just really love Chicago. It's a great, great little city. <laughs> little city. Yeah. Um, it was weird because when I was there, I got a text from my sister about gale force winds, um, which they did actually wake me up one night. Like I thought like something was banging on the window and I was on like the 35th floor. So I was just like, um, that's not good. <laughs> but of course, obviously with it being so high, I was like, well, it's just the wind. It's nobody knocking. Or was 
<laughs> it wasn't. <laughs> it was the win. But yeah, it was nuts. Um, it was a cool, like, because it was so high up, I got to see quite a bit of the city, which was really cool. I got some good pictures from my window. <laughs> and I really thought I was going to have more to talk to talk about from C2E2. Double checking my phone, see if I have anything else cool. Yeah, I ran into quite a few people. Um, Chris Campana was there. Got a new sketch from him. Yeah, it was just good to see some of my friends that I really only get to see at cons. When I got back, I had just a couple days before I went to see AEW live. It was Winter is Coming here in Texas. Great event. Started with the the hour-long match between Hangman Adam Page and Brian Danielson. Great match. I called it being a draw, though. I will say that. I was just like, okay, it has a 60-minute time limit. It's going to be a draw. And it was. <laughs> there weren't any big announcements or anything. We did get to see the taping of Rampage as well. Good matches there. Yeah, I guess that's really about it. Wow, I thought I was going to have more. I'll probably end up thinking about it after I you know, hit end which is fine i'll just talk about the next episode because now is where i'm going to drop in the interview with ming that i had um oh i will say i only bought one figure at the con only one surprisingly and what's really funny is i was gonna meet up with uh lee the one that it would always throw in his two cents <laughs> on uh nate diggity has issues on his picks so we were planning to meet up and the funny thing is i actually went by the booth that he was at but i didn't i don't think he was there when i went by but i saw some king of the hill action figures at one booth and i was like oh man like i wish i'd gotten these because i only had hank for some reason when they came out i only had hank I wanted all of them because of the, the fence and everything, but I didn't get around to it. And then shortly after I got Hank, I couldn't find them anywhere. So it was funny. Saw the booth, saw the figures. They had Bill, Luann, and Peggy. And I was just like, man, like I really want all of them. But they're kind of out of my price range. So the last, like... Friday, I meant to stop by the booth, like, find the actual booth that Lee was at. Saturday, I meant to, like, I just kept forgetting. And then the last day on Sunday, I'd forgotten, but I didn't realize it <laughs> until I was already back in my room, like, relaxing. Just about, I think there was about an hour left before the con closed for the day, if not less. And I was like, oh, crap. So I ran back to the con, found the booth number, and realized that it was the booth that had the king of the hill figures at <laughs> so uh yeah um he wasn't there so i asked like hey you know is lee somewhere so finally met lee it was great meeting you and his brother as well and ended up getting a discount on the figure i got bill um that's the only one i ended up getting um but got a nice little discount thanks to being uh good old tell him steve dave ant so that was very nice thank you guys for that you can find them 
Just look up Tim's Corner Comics. That's on Facebook, Tim's Corner Comics. Yeah, and then on Twitter, it's Tim's Corner Comics, but instead of comics being ICS, it's IX. So Tim's Corner Comics with an X. Um, follow them. You know, check them out. They'll they'll probably have some books up for sale and things like that. So check them out. Um, again, thanks for the hookup on that. <laughs> and before. Before I jump to the interview with Ming, I just want to give a shout out to G Fuel because honestly, like, thanks to me getting to take the tub with me, I think I had about, I know I filled a two liter up with it one day and pretty much knocked that out. And I think, no, yeah, I used like a two liter and then like a half of it the next day. So, yes, G Fuel, thank you all your good flavors. I took Wumpa fruit with me, uh, from crash bandicoot. That's a great flavor. So if you're looking for something good that kind of gives you a little energy and tastes good at the same time, check out G fuel. Walmarts are getting the, the cans, which you can get the Sonic rings that taste just like the gummy peach rings. That's another great flavor. One of my favorites, one that I usually go for. Um, but Wumpa fruit's good. Um, I haven't really run into any I don't like yet. Um, the Red Ooze and Black Ooze for Venom. That was a good one. Or those are good ones, I should say. I'm not sponsored by G Fuel. I'm just saying that right now. But if they want to sponsor me, I'll take it. Because I love G Fuel. <laughs> I need to buy a couple new tubs, honestly. Because I ran out of Wumpa Fruit while I was there. Yeah. I may have to order some when I get off this microphone. Which is funny, I will say, right before I was uh before I was re- recording, like I was about to hit record and then I realized I didn't have my microphone set up. I was like, Yeah, you might need that for this. <laughs> so anyway, uh I know what you've been waiting for. Here comes the newest interview with my buddy, the great Ming Chen. And we're rolling. Yeah, hey, it's we're at C two E two. I flew all the way up to Chicago just to talk to Ming Chen because why wouldn't I? Yeah, I I mean, I love that you come here, dude. You know, you're you're from you're from Texas, Dallas. We're up in Chicago, and uh, I don't even know why you're here. Well, I know why you're here because there are cool people here. And there's, like, there's, an, there's bar none like one of my favorite conventions of all time. Yeah. Every time I come here, something magical happens, and and you're here. That's magic as well. But I just yeah, I love. You know what I love? I love this town so much. I want all my friends to come here, and like I didn't have to like prod yeah. you or anything. You, you're here anyways. Yeah. You've been coming here longer than I have. Yeah, since 2012. Yeah, you were first what 2015. 2015, I wasn't. I mean, to co-op the phrase, I wasn't even supposed to be here. But <laughs> Kevin and Jay were here, and they're like, "Hey, do you want to come too? I think we could get you in. You get a table. You're a comic book fan. It would make sense." And I was like, yeah, that'd be cool. And it was kind of getting near to when the con was going to happen, and they got back to me they're like, okay. We got you the table, we'll get you a hotel room, but uh, the travel budget's kind of tapped. Um, can you can you get your own flight out? And they're like a hundred. It's like 150 bucks. I'm like, yeah, no, no big deal. I'll pay my own flight out. So I fly out, and uh, I'm like, so which hotel am I at? They're like, well, let's see. You're at the Waldorf Astoria. 
I'm like, isn't that like a five hundred dollar night <laughs> hotel room? Isn't that like oh, I thought your travel budget was tapped? Seriously. Like, so I think what ha- what had happened, and they were like, well, they, we got to put him in Kevin's hotel too. He's with the Kevin's hotel. We got to put him where him and Jay are. are. So they put me, you know, you know, it, it was like I was like Macaulay Culkin in the plaza, <laughs> right. running around, jumping on the beds. It was pretty palatial, man. I would love to get back there again, but I'm not, you know, I don't, I don't have TV money anymore. And even though I did, I would be try to save it better. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I, like I, I love hotels. I'm, but I'm barely there, so I'm not a five hundred dollar night hotel right. guy. But I would love to be back there. Oh yeah, again. you're barely, you're barely at the. Well, I would say you're barely at a table. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. But I just love like moment one. I arrive in the city. I'm at like the four five star hotel. And yeah, it just incredible. went, it was just awesome from then on. Jeez. So every year I've been here has been magic. So I, I'll be at C2E2 every year if I can. Nice. Yeah, that hotel has never even hit my radar because right? of the way I put my yeah. search. It's like, nope. Yeah. I, I don't need, I'm, oh, yeah, I'm going to have to look it up now because I've never even heard of it. That's oh, how yeah. <laughs> yeah. So it didn't come up in your price line, oh. your, your hotel tonight search? Oh. No, not at all. Yeah. Not at all. But yeah, booking.com is how I go. And it's like cheapest and... Okay, that's how it is. Yeah. That's about it. Yeah, yeah. I, yeah well, I'm on a podcast budget now, so you know. I don't even. I'm not even on a podcast budget. I'm on my my work budget. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> but then you know, then you get to the con, and a lot of my friends yeah. are working here now. So it's you know whether they're you know handling celebrities or working behind the scenes. True. It, yeah, it's great. So it's just kind of it's it's a party, man. Yeah. One big party. Yeah. Yeah. It really is because it's such a chill con. Yeah. Like. Okay, yeah, some of the other ones are chill because nobody really comes. Yeah. This one, like, everybody comes, and it's chill. Yeah. It's not like New York Comic Con or San Diego right. at all. Oh, yeah. And I, and I love, they, like, they're, they're, they got wrestlers here. Oh, yeah. There's no other way to put it. They got wrestlers here. AEW, you know, it makes sense. Yeah. And, uh, you know, we both, I think we both saw Matt Cardona. Oh, yeah. Uh, you know, a major wrestling figure podcast. But I know him from the Funko world as well. Yeah. Toy collecting. Uh, I just saw Christopher Daniel, who was on an episode of Comic Book Men. Yeah. Uh, him and Frank Xerian had a comic book that they're trying to sell in the store. Uh, we will, we yeah, we're like, we'll let you do it, but you got to beat Ming at thumb wrestling. <laughs> and I end up winning. And, uh, yeah, here Frankie wants revenge. Right. I'm going to run from that. But, you know, cause yeah. I, yeah. You should you should try and figure out a way to get on AEW. Oh, dude, to do revenge. it? Dude. That would be awesome. That would be amazing. Like, you're just, like, sitting in the stands. Yeah. Like Kevin J were, actually. Yeah. Yep. Just be like out there, and he's just like you, yeah. dude. That would be incredible. Yeah, I remember I, I talked to Kevin after that. I was like, dude, what was that like? He's like, it was all. He's like, I didn't know what to expect. You know, he's not really a wrestling fan, right? And he was like, that was fun. That's that was awesome. fun. <laughs> yeah, they they honestly put on a great live show, and it's funny because I get back to Dallas on Monday, yeah, and I'm seeing AEW on Wednesday. Really, yeah. I have never been to live wrestling. Really, never. Yeah, never. just yeah. I grew up with WWF. Yeah. Parents wouldn't take me because they, they they didn't even want me watching. Oh, here's a great story. So you're watching wrestling. My mom, my mom, like you can't watch this. It's too violent. Or this is stupid. And I convinced her that pro wrestling was like the wrestling in the Olympics. I said, Mom, it's professional. This is like the Olympic wrestling. She's like, it is. It's like, okay, I guess it's cool then. Yeah, we tried to convince her. She's like, wait, when do they start hitting each other chairs in, in the Olympics and stuff? It's like, I, you know, hey, hey, anything goes, man. Like it's pro wrestling, mom. Right. It's like, yeah, hey, it's Olympic style chair. Yeah. Just. It's like, well, do they get their own entrance music? Uh, yeah, I guess. Yeah, yeah. So I convinced her that it was like the the Olympic wrestling, and so that's, that's how amazing. I got. That's how I skirted it. So that's amazing. yeah, it was great. <laughs> But I just love how, like, pro wrestling is, like, bigger now than it's ever been. Dude, like, it's all over the place. Yeah. Like, I feel like it's more mainstream than it was even, like, 
you know, the Attitude Era yep. with like Stone Cold oh, yeah. and The Rock. Like it's it's more mainstream now than yeah. that. One thousand percent. Oh yeah. Yeah, it's cool. And, yeah, uh, it really is. <laughs> you know, I, I, I love AEW. I just bought a hoodie. Yeah. And uh, I got to represent you know, Jericho and Sammy Guevara and you know, I, I, yeah, Christopher Daniel and, and you know, like Darby Allen and all, all these so guys, many. man. So many, and all they're all good guys. people. Like, yeah, I've never run into any of them had a, a bad experience with any of them. Yeah. It's such a good feeling. Yeah, that's yeah, so awesome, <laughs> so awesome. But yeah, yeah. I, I just, you know, our, our artist friends are here, our vendor friends are here. Yeah, um, I've been tearing it up after hours. <laughs> yeah, like it, up until three thirty, two thirty. Yeah, man. Yeah, last night. Yeah, I. Yeah, so the guy who runs the movies pop up. Yeah. Um, he messaged me. He's like, "Wait, you're in Chicago?" I'm like, "Yeah, yeah, yeah, yeah." He's like, "You know, I own a speakeasy there, right?" I'm like, "Like Derek, when the hell were you gonna tell me this?" His name's <laughs> Derek Barry. If you follow the movie movies pop ups. He's like, yeah, yeah. Uh, I I started my business and I, I used to live in Chicago. I, I moved to LA to expand everything, yeah. but I still own a speakeasy. I'm like, I'm like, cool. I'm I'm gonna go tonight. And we went. It was amazing. Nice. There's like a jazz quartet there. Great cocktails, like chill vibe. It nice. was behind a fake record store. Oh, that's yeah. even better. Yeah, yeah. It's so great. <laughs> so it's called Dorian's. If you're in Chicago, it's in the Bucktown area. I'll have to try yeah. to find it tonight. Yeah, definitely go. <laughs> Well, I came out here. I had all the huge list of stuff I wanted to eat and all these places I wanted to go to. I just don't have enough time. Yeah, that's the worst part about Collins because, like, obviously you're here through the day, and at night you're like, all right, let's get this started. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so I tried. Yeah, but I love it, man. C2 is the best. Oh, yeah. And uh, I think they know that's how I feel about them. But, oh, yeah. yeah. I know. Same here. Like, every year I'm like, please let it happen, especially, like, during this whole pandemic. Like, I was just like, please. I know it shouldn't, but let it happen. Yeah. So the, the day they announced it, where you're like, I'm in. I'm oh, going. Yeah. Okay. Because yeah, I heard on your podcast, you said you're going. Oh yeah. Like yeah. if it's C2E2, I'm there. Like I'm not missing it. Like especially like, and it was crazy because I was at the C2E2 right before the pandemic started. Yeah. Even. So yeah. I was at the last one. I was right. like, that could be the very last one they yeah, ever have. 2019. Like, wow. Yeah. yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, so how'd you feel? I pulled up my Spotify spotlight or whatever the wrap up. <laughs> And, uh, you know, it's pronounced Nate Diggity was like number two or something. I'm right. Like, yeah. So I was just like, okay, he either really listens. I do. Or. I didn't Photoshop it. You no. don't use Spotify. No, you just I just happen to catch one. I, I, I think Spotify is probably my preferred listening platform now. So, nice. I mean, I switch between that and Apple Podcasts. But right. I think, yeah, I think Spotify is going to take over. So Right. Yeah. yeah. I mean, honestly, I was I was kind of blown away, to be completely honest, because I was just like, oh, yeah. I made it in a. No, I'm a fan. I think you're, I think, I think you're great. So here's the thing. You know, we run the studio, right? And right. I meet a lot of podcasters. And me personally, I can't do it by myself. Yeah. I need somebody to make fun of. It's usually Mike, which is he's very, easy, very easy to make fun of. Obviously. He's like the whitest guy on the planet. He's yeah. just he's a big dork, man. But oh, yeah. yeah, so it's easy to make fun of him. Then he, like he gets mad at the dumbest things, like stupid things like that. But that's why we work so well together. Yeah. But you know, for you to do it alone by yourself for you know 30, 45 minutes longer yeah. sometimes, that takes a, that's a lot. Yeah, and there's sometimes where I'm recording and I'm like, this is going to be like 10 minutes. Yeah. And I look down, I'm like 53. Yep. I'm like, how? Yeah. And <laughs> even in the studio, our studio, I think we have maybe two people who just do it by themselves. Yeah. Yeah. One's like a strength and fitness coach. So he's, a, you know, he's he's used to, you know, kind of, you know, uh, influencing and inspiring people by himself. But right. yeah. But yeah, you look to me, podcast is, you know, two, three, four people. Yeah. Exactly. That takes, that takes a lot, man. So I admire you yeah. for that. Well, thank you. Yeah. yeah. There's some days where I'm just like, I can't do this anymore. Like, I'm done. Especially because I am a one man, yeah. like, editing, recording, yeah, yeah, yeah. everything. Yeah. So I have to even listen to myself again. After yeah. I'm but then you got to be like, dude, <laughs> you gotta be like, dude, get over yourself. Like, <laughs> right. you know, 10 years ago, you, 
that you couldn't even do that. Uh, right. They didn't have the you couldn't the recording gear was expensive, cumbersome, hard to use. Uh, right. The editing software like was expensive or non-existent. And then there was, you know, distribution. It was hard. Yeah. It was hard. Now you literally press a couple buttons. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I know. And it's like 16 I, bucks a month. Like, yeah. Okay. That's yeah, it. yeah. <laughs> I mean, I've had those days too. It's like, oh, yeah, I don't feel like doing it today. Like, yeah. oh, do I do an unboxing today? You know, yeah. you know, unboxing of the free shit that I got. Right. Like, get over yourself, dude. Yeah. Send the free shit so you could promote them. Yeah. That's yeah. how you get more free shit. See, that's how I'm like, mm -hmm. I'm trying to switch it over. I need to get back on like TikTok because. I haven't been doing it, but I have a bunch of followers and everything, so I'm like, I need to get on there, start doing unboxings, and maybe people start sending me stuff, yeah. something. I haven't done it at all on TikTok, so yeah. I don't, what's, I don't, I didn't, I, I just, I'm uh, having trouble wrapping my head around it, I think it's just because I'm old now. Yeah, I mean, honestly, I had a cat video that went viral. Oh, sweet. And that's what happened, like, it's at 4.6 million right. views right now. And wow. Yeah. Yeah. And so you just kept going, built an audience, like, right, taking advantage not of Not really, because I put like one more video up and it didn't get as many, so I was like, yeah. yeah. So. I'm just like, what, I gotta dance, lip sync, like, I don't yeah, know, but. I know. Yeah. It just depends, I'll, like. I'll figure it out. You just gotta, yeah. you gotta, yeah. And yeah. then I uh, see a lot of them seem like very produced too, like they're carefully oh, yeah. edited. And like, how long did that take? It's like, oh, that only, I only took five hours to make me that one. I'm like, no, okay. Right. Yeah, so. Yeah, YouTube obviously would be easier because it's just. Right, but TikTok's. Hey, I'm that, opening it. <laughs> just with that attention. Because people literally just scroll through them, right? And oh, they'll yeah. stop and watch the ones. So you yeah. gotta grab them right away. All right, I'm, I'm learning. Yeah, I'm just learning. do like a super like quick one. Yeah. So it'll get caught yeah. in a loop. Right. And then you're good. All right, I'm learning. I'll get there. Yeah. Okay, yeah. cool. Or yeah. cats, just do cats. Yeah. I mean, that's what helped me. Yeah, that's <laughs> was awesome. A cat video. Yeah, what's been your favorite moment so far? Do you, can you pull oh, one man. out? Um, it was probably honestly when I went over to see Cardona and Chelsea Green. Yeah. Because I'll probably be talking about this here in a minute anyway on the pod yeah. anyway. But um, so Chelsea and I have interacted. Right. And we have never met. Okay. But at the she, our Cardona was just like. Bacon Nate, and she was like, "What? You're Bacon yeah, Nate?" Yeah, yeah. And I was like, "That's me." And she came and ran and gave me a hug. Yeah, like, I cool. know you. So. Yeah, that's cool, right? Yeah, like that was so like super really cool. The so. power, man. The yeah. power of the internet and the power. Yeah, Dude. that's what I love about it, man. Yeah, it's crazy. It's just and it's a stupid gimmick. Bacon yeah. Nate just takes off. Yeah. So yeah, yeah that's cool, right? Yeah. So yeah, I, I had a couple of friends who have never been to this one, so I got yeah. to kind of show them like all my favorite stuff, and nice. I think they're having a great time. Yeah. And uh, yeah, we're gonna keep it going. I think I was gonna go home tonight. I'm like, I'm going tomorrow. Yeah. Spend one more night in Chicago. I don't know when I'm getting back here, so let's, yeah, let's do one more. I don't, do I need to yeah. be back tomorrow? Not well, really. August. You should be back in August. Yeah. So I saw that fifth or seventh. I heard. Something like yep, that. Yeah. Let's do it, man. Yeah. Right after my birthday. Yeah. There let's tear go. it up again, man. Yeah. yeah I here. love that you brought a recorder too, man. <laughs> You know this how makes I am. me so happy. You know how I makes am. Makes me so happy. Yeah, I know. Yeah, I know. It, it, it's great to be on the podcast every so often. Last time yeah. was Comic Palooza, right? Yeah, when Comic I appeared, Palooza so. down to Houston. It's so funny. It's so funny, man. Like, yeah. oh God, I um, yeah. So I've been. Uh, I went to tell him Steve, Dave, uh, uh, whatever the Black Friday. Yeah. Um, it it was weird. It was weird. <laughs> Have you any ants out there? So I, I got there a little. I got there a little later after midnight. Yeah. There's a line of people. No, it was, it was, you could have heard a pin drop though. No one was talking to each other. It was really weird. Really? Yeah, I was like, yeah, it was really weird. That's and, odd. uh, yeah, and, you know, <laughs> and, you know, um, I guess it would have been a little more live if the office coach, get him, was there. And what was there, they both got COVID. So it was yeah. Brian and Mary Beth. And, uh, they were doing brisk business though, man. Yeah. yeah. 
That's yeah. Crazy, it right? was my my funniest moment of that was I saw the truck. The trucks are cool. Yeah. And um, so you know, but they were kind of they were afraid they were gonna be the new skulls that they were gonna oh, be stuck yeah. with a whole stock of trucks. So I posted a couple photos on Instagram and Twitter. Like, you better get them now, man. They're selling quick. Like, <laughs> right. I don't know, man. I don't think this is gonna last till Saturday or Sunday. I came back the next day. I heard a woman was driving from Connecticut or something. Oh, she made her friend drive faster because she was afraid that the trucks <laughs> were going to sell out. I was like, no, wow. I was, that was all BS. I was, they, they, yeah. uh, they did sell out, though. Yeah, they sold out before they, the hoodies did. Yeah, even. they did was, sell out. I was surprised. They did sell out. So once yeah. again, Walt Flangen, marketing genius. Oh, yeah. yeah. I don't know. Yeah, those skulls, I thought they were going to fly off, too. But yeah. Yeah, I'm didn't. thinking about bootlegging general store hoodies with the teeth in them. <laughs> yeah, as like I ours mean, got teeth in them. Yeah, right. Not like those other that other fly by night <laughs> yeah, place, right. man. Yeah, Come like, get quality and teeth. Yeah, and teeth. <laughs> yeah, I should. I should do it, man. That'd be so funny. I could easily whip off a run of like you know twenty of them or something. Yeah, yeah that'd should, be hilarious. I should do it. Like I'll give them a cut. I'll give yeah, them a cut, obviously, right? Yeah. Yeah, and if they're um if they're sold out. That's why you bootleg stuff, man, because yeah. you can't, can't meet demand. Yeah, I mean, look at, like, all the old X-Men shirts yep. that are getting bootlegged, yep. like, old wrestling shirts. Yeah. Like, that's a business on its own. Yeah, man, I'm, and I'm Asian, so it's okay. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. Oh, speaking of bootleg. Yes. So there's a booth over there that has, you know, the bootleg DVDs yep. and everything. I asked, I was like, do you have comic book, man? He said, no. And I was like, dang. I was like, I, I was on an episode, and I wanted to have it. And he goes, I was, too. And I was like, wait. Oh, really? Yeah. What, what did he, he was, buy or sell? He was selling... I think he said Amazing Spider-Man number one. Oh yeah, okay, yeah, 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 yeah. So yeah, it's wow. so random, right? And so the bootleg DVD boot exists here. <laughs> yeah, the, so I, I mean, thought they're trying to couple. crack down, but huh. there's a couple of them. All right, I'm in. Yeah, there's. I think it's like it's right over here, like in 1500. I mean, or you know, what? there's a surprising amount of things out there that have not ever been released or went out of print. Um, so yeah, there's yeah. a lot. It comp- I want now. Oh, I guess I can't do it. Cause I, at one time we did boot like a lot of stuff, man. Right. Uh, the Batman '66 was yeah. a big money maker. Oh, sure. Until they, until, until they, until I got busted. Yeah. yeah. If you ever go on eBay and you wonder why the Jensen Bob eBay account is spelled so weird, their first one got banned <laughs> for life because we were trying. We saw boot like DVDs on it. I was I always wondered about that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's why. That's, that's so why it's funny. like Jay Z and Silent yeah. Bob stash or something crazy like that yeah so it was yeah that's why it's uh that's why it's, that's, that's why that's why it's not like that so that's yeah, yeah but, I, I always honestly God, I always wondered dude if he had come in i would buy it yeah i, I was buy ready it. to i was ready to and he was just like oh. i would buy it well they these you should have done it well wait it's 90, 96 episodes so that'd be like a little cake box so i remember well, it wouldn't Walt, be bad though because they have like bigger seasons like yeah what bought all mystery science theater two uh three thousands really? okay 200 dvds we bought it off a bootleg uh, eBay cycle I offer. Yeah. Like, uh, it was not quite the dark web, yeah. but you could buy that. Uh, you could buy steroids. You could <laughs> buy, like, all this weird shit. Oh, but uh, the, D- the DVDs were yeah. what we were after. And I'm, I, did he get it at a good deal? Because I know those things um, are pricey. He, he paid, like, 100 bucks for it. Oh, that's yeah, it bad. wasn't bad. But I remember we bought, we bought DVDs of, like, old USFL games. <laughs> Just, like, the dumbest things, man. It was so funny. So, that's awesome. This is what we did at the stash when to fill... You know, when when there were no customers, right. we'd be watching like yeah USFL games and, and uh, you know bootleg copies of uh, of like um, a, far, a TV show called Far Out Space Nuts and right. Six Million Dollar Man fights Bigfoot like all this crazy stuff, man. It's so great. So good. Yeah, dude, they actually made an Andre the Giant from the Six Million Dollar Man. Like they made it a figure. They, oh, thank God, man. Yeah, right. I think yes. 
that thing deserves more respect. Yeah, and they finally did it. Um, I think it was Mattel finally did it. That's awesome. Um, just to wrap it up, do you have any words for Nikki? Oh, yeah, Nikki, um, come come, come yeah. to the stash. Come to the general store. Come to the come to America, my friend. Yeah. Bring all your hats with you. And, uh, all stacked up. Yeah, and I'm, I'm working on new hats. I'll send you one, you there know, because I love you. And um, yeah, and I'm still the champion of uh, what what Nikki said. So yeah, you got to fight Angry Johnny for the, the, the title. Top. But I mean, I'll you fight did it. I mean, you did it just I right did. off the bat, though. So. I did, I did. I'm trying to get back to Edinburgh, man. Yeah. It's so much fun. We keep every time we talk about it. Yeah. Yeah. Me dancing <laughs> at a nightclub, drunk. Me <laughs> right. and Brian taking three a.m. Ubers home, and like just yeah, wackiness, man. So we'll get good. back there. Yeah. We'll get back. You gotta I, come, man. I, I know. I need to get come. over there. You gotta come, dude. Yeah. I I'm want like, to. That's one of my goals for 2022. Yeah. Have you met? You haven't met her? Not Have in you? person. Oh, no. dude. She's a trip. Yeah. She's a trip. Yeah, she's one of my favorite people. Yeah. She's seen me drunk multiple times. Oh, i sure she has. Yes. <laughs> for sure. So, right on. Cool. Dude, thanks for... I'm glad you're here, man. Yeah, I'm honor, glad you're here, too, obviously. Honor being on the pod, always. Oh, yeah. And I'll see you in Texas soon. I may, I'll be down there a lot next year. Okay. Yeah. yeah I will be, too. All right. So. Bucky's for life, man. Yeah, you know it. Yeah. See you then, man. Nate the God. Thank you, Ming, again, for popping on the, the podcast. I know he's always down to pod whenever you see him, but um, definitely thank you for listening, Ming. Um, yeah, when you showed me the results from your Spotify over the year and my podcast was there, I was honestly blown away. Um, I even, I think I even mentioned in the, in the interview where I said that, uh, I figured you either just didn't listen or maybe you didn't really use Spotify very often or something. But anyway, so thank you Ming for being on the show again. I didn't have him try what's Nikki saying this time. I should have, but it was a little busy on the floor and it would have been kind of hard to hear. So I didn't want to, you know, give him that. I wanted to make sure he could clearly hear it. So I'll get him back on again. We'll do what's Nikki saying live again and have him go at it. So thank you again. And if you're listening, thank you for listening. Um, yeah crazy that's already christmas right so enjoy however you celebrate if you don't celebrate that's all good too have a great rest of the year then um and yeah we'll have this will be the last episode for the year and i'll have another one next year <laughs> i'll see you next year that's one good thing about not working in the office right now because of course people are like well I'll see you next year I don't know how many times I heard that not directed at me. Even sometimes it would just be like in general, I'd hear it from coworkers to other coworkers. Yeah. The fun times of working in an office, especially a call center. So yeah, don't have to worry about that. It's just me working from home. So if I say, if I hear it, it's just from me being stupid. (laughs) But anyway, thanks again for listening. Uh, if you could leave me some feedback wherever you listen to the podcast, that'd be awesome. Um, email me your review even to natediggitycares at gmail.com. Uh, yeah, just hit me up if there's any thoughts for the new year or anything like that. Again, I'm thinking January we're going to do a little 
science fiction movie everyday kind of viewing again you don't have to do it you know that's cool but yeah i'm thinking like at the end let's see what everybody was watching science fiction related get weird with them don't just watch the the big ones i mean i'm sure i'll be watching the big ones too but watch some weird ones while you're at it because <laughs> it's science fiction you know either way marry whatever you celebrate merry christmas Mary, whatever else, have a great rest of the year and get some issues. Comics, that is. <laughs>